Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. from landing Bo Davis. We are live. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I was under the assumption that LSU doesn't have the money and Scott Woodward would not go out there and pay to get a dude like Bo Davis. I was under the assumption that his buyout was something ridiculous and that LSU would not spend $1.25 million dollars to make Bo Davis the highest paid assistant coach, not a coordinator in the country. That is what LSU has done today. In case you've missed the news, Bo Davis is back. We're back. We're back. Kind of like what Texas tried to thought that they were a couple years ago when they said, We're back. No. No, you're not, Texas. <laughs> Let's go. Massive hire for LSU. We will talk about it here today. I will say we will be live tonight at 7-2, as we always are. But in case you missed the news, Bo Davis is the next defensive line coach at LSU. LSU has confirmed it. What does it mean? What do I know? What have we heard over the last, um, really since last night? So last night we did a show and about 8.30. um, I'll just be real with you. Things started getting real. Um... The, um, today, this morning, I posted on our forum about three hours ago, I posted on our forum that, and somewhat vague, and I think now you know why, uh, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. If you're not on the forum, you need to be there for this coaching search, I promise you. But about three hours ago, just basically telling you that LSU would spend no expense to bring back their lead assistant coach who they wanted, that being Brad Davis. So 
over the last week, actually probably the last five days, LSU has been in hot pursuit for Bo Davis, um, pretty relentless for Bo Davis, and they finally get him. So we'll talk about that uh, and the things we know. So what? So what now? Because Bo Davis still does. He still does walk into a defensive line room that has some issues. Now, <laughs> I got to be real with you. I feel a lot better about the direction of where you're going with Bo Davis here than anything else. Not worried about it anymore. Last night, we talked about the issues that you could potentially have along the defensive line. Newsflash, guys, you don't have them anymore. You, you, just, you just don't have them anymore. What could Bo Davis do instantly and some of the connections that he has? What does it do for LSU along the defensive line? I will give you an example. Well, you don't have to go far because Brad Davis would be a good example of what even more this could look like. Does this send LSU into a path of getting back on track and being one of those top teams in the country now that you are making the hires that you're making? I do believe so. God dang it, we're so back. I love every freaking uh, love every freaking second of this uh, right now. Thomas Vaughn says, "Blake, how do I join the form? You go to over to ayssnetwork.com, ayssnetwork.com/form. So every time we drop a nugget in there, I promise you something's going to happen uh, for sure." Uh, Kevin says, Blake, is there any chance that Evan, uh, that LSU can flip Williams? Uh, I can I never could say the kid's last name. The kid that committed, the number one commit in the country uh, from that signed with Mizzou or Colin Simmons. No, both of those guys signed. I mean, could they technically go into the portal? Yeah, I just don't think that they will. I, I, I strongly do not believe that they will. But now that you have Bo Davis here, you identify some guys in the portal. Maybe some guys want to go in the portal because they want to follow Bo Davis, right? Like, guys, you landed your white well. You know, like, this is you landing the biggest, you know, buck. This is the, the biggest thing that LSU could have done along the defensive line, and they've done it. Multiple stints at Texas, multiple stints at Alabama. You know what he did at Alabama. You know what he did. Look what he did at Texas. But, yeah, so did the whole show, did not feel comfortable uh, at where it was at last night at 7. 8.30, we get off the show. This morning, we put it in the form that we believe that this is a strong possibility. Uh, and here we are. Here we are. All right. Tons and tons to discuss. If you do want your comment read, we will get to them. The easiest way to do it would be to fire them inside of the Rudy Crew chat or do the super chat. Uh, on YouTube and because we can, you know, guys, I'm pretty sure that's kind of easy to, uh, to to pick out those things, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, if you want to get your comment read, thoughts, questions, concerns, you can fire in the Super Chats. We will get those read. Michael Morse says, sends a $499 Super Chat. says, now the question is, do we bring in a linebacker's coach or a safeties coach with Blake Baker? I would assume... You know, I, it doesn't really bother me either which one he coaches. I would assume he would go to backer. Would not shock me if Bob Diaco got in that role and he went to safety, depending on what happens. 
But I think Blake would want to be at the linebacker position, so possibly a safeties coach. And BK is at a safeties coach. He split the duties between corner and safety almost his entire career. So I don't think him changing anything would start now. So, Michael, to your question, I do believe that they will go after a safeties coach. That would be my opinion. Can that change? Yes, that can change. Hell Mendoza with a $2 Super Chat says, Hide the money, y'all. We burn through stacks. (laughs) Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people out here. LSU's coming. Boy, it's funny because, you know, it... It's funny because it's Texas, right? You got guys like Jakeem Stewart, who calls himself Thanos, who is a 2026 commit, okay, 6'6", 280, 2026 guy at a St. Aug. Bo Davis, like teams are, you know, I feel really confident about Bo Davis going into St. Aug and getting what could be the number one player in the country uh, in Jakeem Stewart, like, like I do. So this is did set you up in so many different ways, uh, uh, for sure. So we got we we got all of that uh, to discuss. Let's waste no time doing it. So let's do this. Let's talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. The impact that Bo Davis makes. What we know about the move, uh, and we'll just break it all down here. We do that next. Don't go anywhere. Got to pay some bills around this thing. We're back in about a minute. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back. All right. I forgot to say this, probably because I'm so excited, but needed to take a a, a deep breath uh, and calm myself. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share if you're on Facebook. Stop what you're doing. Like, share, share to all those groups, share to all your social media pages. If you're watching us, listen to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. So, Let's talk about this Bo Davis thing. So about five days ago, it had been reported that Bo Davis was expected to stay at the University of Texas. Well, someone forgot to tell Scott Woodward. What I do believe happened there 
was is that negotiations to some extent had stalled a little bit and it was released out there to send a to send a message to where Bo Davis had specific things that he wanted and LSU accommodated that guys he's going to be the highest paid assistant coach that is not a coordinator in the country he's the highest paid position coach in the country the impact behind hiring Bo Davis sends shockwaves not only through the SEC not only does it send shockwaves through just college football it shows to the entire football landscape and does kind of show every athletic director, every program in the country that if you're going to try to outspend LSU, they're not going to allow you to do that. Even if it's Texas, even if we have to go out West to Austin and get a guy that played at LSU, we will do what we have to do to make this happen. There were a lot of narratives that were out there and referenced to LSU not potentially wanting to pay buyouts for guys like Matt House, for guys like Blake Baker or Bo Davis. At this point, why are we ever even doubting Scott Woodward? Because what Scott Woodward has done at LSU is, I'm just going to say it, future Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame worthy. Because he's doing exactly what he has to do to make you relevant in everything. You know, I know that the men's basketball team struggled last year and had times this year that they struggled. Matt McMahon is 2-0 in conference play, and I'm going to root him on regardless. But there's no bigger thing that happened in the news that was released today more than how it impacts LSU obviously the three things that you look in a head coach or look for in a head coach was number one how did they develop and coach up their position if you have a coach that can develop uh, uh have good character uh, uh dudes along their position group guys that trust in their position coach you're gonna do a lot of good things when you add in to that a guy like Bo Davis who doesn't recruit at a good level doesn't even recruit at a great level that recruits at an elite level it changes everything now Bo Davis does come into a situation where he has to fix things because the interior of the defensive line has some patchwork that they're going to have to do this year. But in year two, in year three, when Bo Davis can start m- making sure and, and giving stability to LSU, it changes everything. You know what else it does is that LSU has had multiple, I think it's what, seven now defensive coaches in the last eight years or six in the last seven, I can't remember, he brings you that stability in recruiting, in development. And guys across the country want to come to play for him. When you hired Brad Davis from Arkansas a couple of years ago uh, in 2021, I told you on the show, this it doesn't get the the notoriety because he's an offensive line coach. 
it sent shockwaves around the country for what they did. There was a reason why Bo Davis, I mean, excuse me, Brad Davis, made the money that he did because now look at what he's doing. You win games up front. Having what I'm going to just call them the Davis brothers that are the position coaches for the offense and defensive line, now when I'm ready to go out here for spring football in a couple months, I'm giddy. I'm giddy on what it's going to look like because it's going to be a war every single day. Bo's first thing that he has to do, the first thing, though, that he has to do, get stability, go evaluate that if there are guys in the portal that you can go and get and wait until spring to see if there are some pieces that you can connect and bring into LSU. The biggest thing, or one of the the first the biggest thing though is for me is don't mess with us. Like you can't come in here and start messing with us. Scott Woodward is not afraid to spend the money. And I will give President William Tate this. We have seen this in the past at LSU when a guy like Bo Davis could potentially be hired here. They wouldn't let the athletic department spend the money. Things like this and moves like this do not happen with it not coming from the top all the way down. So tip of the cap to Scott Woodward, tip of the cap to uh, President Tate on what they've done. I I commend them greatly uh, in that. Heath Menard with a $999 Super Chat. Thank you, Heath. He says, I'm wondering if Makai Wingo and Mason Smith wish they would have waited to make their decision. I don't really think that they do. Guys, to be honest with you, I'm assuming that both of them have agents. um, And we've already seen that, you know, uh, Makai Wingo has said that he is not coming back. It would not surprise me. Um that if they want would want to do that but I would assume that Mason Smith as an example had this information yesterday before he declared um so for that alone yeah no I I I don't know if Mason Smith feels like that he should have waited because how would they not have told him like hey man Bo Davis is about to be the next defensive line coach and Mason makes the decision on it by himself to to go into the draft and look I'm not going to blame him uh, uh for that. Michael Morris with a $499 super chat says need to make Brad Davis compensated around the same amount to keep him from getting poached. I don't disagree with that but I don't think he's going anywhere. I I I you know Brad is a is a Louisiana guy. Lo, you know unfortunately, you know had a loss in his family this past year. He's close with his parents, and I, I don't think that Brad Davis uh, will go anywhere. Uh, one thing, uh, another thing that I want to touch on here about Brad Davis. So, in case you don't know, or I keep getting Brad and Bo mixed up. Why I keep getting them mixed up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mistake that. I can already tell. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to mess that up a couple of times, but. Just in case you don't know, like maybe you're new to the sport or 
Maybe you just don't know who Bo Davis is. Bo Davis played at LSU from 1990 to 1992 on or getting uh, multiple honors while at LSU. He was a second team all SEC guy. Uh, was also uh, a grad assistant at LSU. His first position as a coach from 1995 to 1997 was a grad assistant. Uh, went to North Shore High School in Texas. Comes back to LSU in 2002 under Nick Saban. Was an assistant strength coach then. Goes with Nick uh, to the Miami Dolphins. Gets his first defensive line coach. Was the coach at Alabama, the D-line coach at Alabama from 2007 to 2010. Goes to Texas from 2011 to 2013. Comes back to Alabama in 2014 to 2015. Then has some NFL stints in there along with being at UTSA. Goes to Texas in 2021 and now is your new coach. So look, one thing that I I, want to make very well known here is that there were parts and times throughout his tenure at places like Alabama and even somewhat at Texas, Bo Davis has been a little bit of a thorn in your side at times, specifically in recruiting. The best years that a guy like Nick Saban had was when he had a guy like Bo Davis. Now, Bo did get in a little bit of trouble. He got a show calls for going to a recruit's home in a dead period. Yeah, whatever. Not that serious. It's not like he was doing things like Michigan was doing and being on the sideline and stealing signals. That I mean, he got a show call. So what? He's a great defensive line coach, uh, and now he is back. But – in 2010, in 20, from 2010, this is what I would, would say. In 2010, or 27, 2007, when he goes to Alabama with Nick, through 2010, man, he was just that thorn that you could not get out of your side in recruiting. Massive amounts of times, Bo Davis was in a position where he helped orchestrate and help Nick form his dynasty. What Nick will tell you, and I think what what everybody should know, the reason that Nick has had struggles in the last couple of years is not that they haven't recruited at a high level. They have not been able to recruit the defensive linemen that they've had since Bo Davis has left in the two tenures that he's had at Alabama. Now, they've done some good things. I'm not saying that Bo Davis was the catalyst for the defense, but go look at the guys that he brought in at Alabama Top tier, top tier dudes at the University of Alabama. Obviously, we know that he was a big part in helping Texas defensively with guys like Aaron Hill, Sweat, uh, Byron Wilson, and all those dudes that made Texas get into a playoff this year alone. I do think that he comes here and is able to replicate some of the success, if not all of the success that he's had at both of those programs, and you desperately need it. I do not believe that you can uh, 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 understate what just what has just happened. We'll talk about it tonight more at, on, on our regular scheduled show at, uh, show at seven. But if you're able to, and he's able to even do two thirds of what he's done at either of those two stints, guys, not only are you a playoff team, I think you can be a national title contender every single year. I know I'm not going to say that one move puts you in national title hopes or conversations this year, but year after year, 
what he will do in recruiting will change that because what do we know? Brad Davis is dominating along the offensive line and he's bringing in high five-star recruits every single cycle. He brought you guys like Emory Jones and Will Campbell. He's gotten guys like Weston Davis in this past class who was a five-star out of Texas. If Bo Davis starts having some of that success, man, the sky is the limit for you now that in the 2024 season, you have that expanded playoff. And once LSU gets there, there's no telling what can happen. No telling what can happen. Monumental day for the Tigers. Okay. Got a couple more Super Chats here. Devin Johnson with a $499 Super Chat says, Great news. Big hire. Do you have any information? Stadium upgrades for the 2024 season? I do not. I'm seeing a big new video board in the north end zone. uh, New sound system. The only thing that I know, Devin, thank you for the Super Chat, uh, is the, uh, what is that, guys? Like the strobe lights? Like the, 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 the strobe lights? Um that that's about it I, other than that i'm not i'm not sure of any other uh stadium upgrades jesse jackson what's up jesse with a five dollar super chat says blake how much better nuss looks against this revamped defense spring camp is dogs only allowed well i just i don't know about so jesse thank you for the super chat i don't know how long it's going to take Bo to revamp that defensive line I don't think it will take him long hell it could take one portal class there might be a guy out there right now that he was recruiting uh for Texas that potentially he can get to flip now there were some guys okay that they have gotten that Texas has gotten that could um I look I'm not going to say that they won't be at the University of Texas but it would not surprise me okay now, look, he's gotten guys this year. I mean, you know about Kylan Simmons and the help that he, he had given there. But I don't really think he would have was going to coach him on a day-in, day-out level. Okay? I, like, I really don't. But he got DeAndre Robinson out of uh, out of Florida. He, got, he had gotten Alex January, who we were on. Melvin Hills is a guy from Lafayette and LCA uh, that he recruited. There have been guys that he has recruited that I think that you wanted that you were unable to hold on to and to get, mainly because at a lot of points in this, you did not have a defensive line coach. He, look, Trey Moore is a guy from UTSA. I don't think that he had a lot to do with, but there is a guy in the portal who was on the defensive line in Trill Carter who did go to Auburn. Now, does Trill decommit from Auburn? Does he want to come over here? With Bo Davis, I, I do not know that. Like, I, I do not know that. Christopher Ross is another young man who was an edge player. Uh, he entered the portal as well. He's still out there. Does he? And he has a decision that he has to make. So there are just some decisions and some guys out there now. I don't know any of that to be even a possibility. But there are guys out there that were with Texas last year that uh, are in the portal. But regardless, he... I, I don't know if he will change it by the spring, but I would not be surprised if he's able to help develop some of these young guys into better players very quickly. He is a good developer, a great elite developer of talent along the defensive line. I expect you to play better there. 
instantly. I expect guys to be better than where they were a year ago. I'm not going to say drastically, but it would not shock me if some guys played drastically better. What could he do with a guy like Jacoby and Guillory or Jalen Lee? Um, what, what can he do? So we'll have to find out and we'll see. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Zach Rome with a $499 super chat. Well, I know we answered this a little bit earlier, but he said, what are the chances of Wingo and Mason reconsidering the draft now? I do not know that. I don't know. I do not know that. Thank you for the super chat. I would expect that yesterday when Mason Smith decided, uh, to go into the, or declare for the NFL draft that the information was released to him and given to him that Bo Davis is going to be the next defensive line coach. Um, and I would think that it didn't sway him. Look, there were rumors, uh, and, and look, we can talk about it now. There were things that were being told to me, even in recruiting. So even when you're able to flip a guy like McKinley, Dominic McKinley from Lafayette, that Brian Kelly and Frank Wilson were telling kids that, look, we're gonna we're not gonna tell you who the next defensive line coach is, but it's a guy that is recruiting you at a at a, a very <laughs> he's recruiting you very hard. Pause, but recruiting you to come to his school and he's coming to LSU. Like there were rumors early in this process. I think what stalled some things is that you had a very reliable reporter at Texas say that he was staying and I was like damn that goes against everything that LSU has been saying over the last month like over the last month that goes against everything LSU had said or that I had heard um because they had told recruits and they had told so many people and then you get a flip from a guy like McKinley Jackson or uh, McKinley Jackson Don McKinley so what happens now and then uh last night like I said earlier in the show around eight o'clock uh, that changed. That that completely changed. Okay. Let's see. Rahid says, what about defensive back? Look, I, and Jared says, what about Corey Raymond? Um, the longer this goes, the longer I don't know. Right, like the longer this continues to go for LSU and they don't hire Corey Raymond, like as soon as you hired Steeples, if they would have made the move, it would have made the most sense. I don't know what the hesitations, you know, I I don't know what the hesitation is. I will tell you that there's a lot of things being said out there about Corey Raymond that, you know, he, and it was, look, look, there's even the rumor that he has other offers that are out there. And that could legitimately be the case. You know, there are rumors that he has NFL uh, teams reaching out to him, but that he wants to be at LSU. Well, if you have NFL teams reaching out to you, why aren't you taking an interview? Guys, the NFL, just, just so you know, the NFL has to release every single interview that they do. And which, one, which teams are that? Because I pretty much keep up with the NFL pretty religiously, and some of these teams, like Pete Carroll, got fired today. Uh, Mike Vrabel got hired, uh, got fired at the uh, with the Titans. What what teams are reaching out to you that have vacancies? They don't even have their head coaches. So if, if you're going to threaten, 
and say that you're getting offers elsewhere, then why aren't you taking interviews anywhere else? Like, why don't you have interviews anywhere else? So uh, the longer this goes, now, I, I will be a little honest. I have heard everything under the sun when it comes to Corey Raymond. Would I, just to preface this, would I be shocked if Corey Raymond was the next DB's coach or next corners coach at LSU? I would not be. Would I also be surprised if he isn't? No, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked either way. Uh, Brian Turner with a $9.99 Super Chat says, I truly don't think LSU fans truly understand the depth of who they just got. Bo Davis recruited Jalen Hurts, Quinnen uh, Quinn Williams, Terrence Cody, Derrick Henry, and just recently Colin Simmons. No, I don't think that they do, Brian. Like, I, I, I really don't think that they do. And <laughs> the guy's just an amazing recruiter and a better developer. So when you hire somebody like this, there are massive expectations that I have for him. Now, year one, I will be real. I'm not, there's not a lot of expectations that I have on him because how the bad the room is right now. But year two, year three, year four, however long he's here, yeah, I do have high expectations. Massive, massive expectations uh, for him in year two. Because I, I think it's a little unfair to give him massive expectations in year one when the room is as bad as it was. Like, if he would have come in, if Bo Davis would have been the defensive line coach this year, I would have said, okay, well, then he's got some pieces to play with. You would have had stability at the position. But Matt House wanted to go, you know, banged on the drum for his guy and Jimmy Lindsey. And unfortunately, something, you know, a, a, a tragedy happened. And it's unfortunate. It, it, it's very, very unfortunate that that happened, but it did. But it did. Uh, thank you, Brian, for the super chat. Uh, Josh on YouTube says uh, Bryce Langston and T. Hill don't have a destination yet. Didn't Ty G. Hill? Um, I thought Ty G. Hill committed somewhere. Yeah, Ty G. Hill committed to Oregon State. Yeah, Ty G. Hill is going to Oregon State. Um maybe i mean that would be wild if he committed to oregon state then decommitted and came back to lsu don't know about bryce langston maybe i mean but bryce has been here for a couple of years now um and has not been able to hit the field so we'll see on that i do think that there's one i mean what do you do with fitzgerald west you know i mean <laughs> he, he he's still out there there is a defensive lineman from houston that um, Bo da that's in the transfer portal that Bo Davis was uh, recruiting at a high level, and I could look that up. Um, let me look at this uh, kid. Let me find this kid's name. Um, let's see, because you had Walter Nolan. Still got Evan Stewart that's out there. Let me see. I wanted to say his last name was Caldwell. Yeah, Jamarie Caldwell. 
had been um, really looking at Texas. Bo, Bo Davis was the one recruiting him. 6'2", 325. He's the number 16 player in the portal. Um, if Bo Davis could pull that off instantly, then you're, start, you're starting to cook with grease. Then you're really starting to cook with grease. I, I don't know. Um, look, I, I just don't know if he, he's going to be able to pull it off. Maybe he can. <laughs> Maybe he can. I, I, I just don't know that. I just don't know that. Because I'm looking down here, the only other uncommitted defensive lineman in the portal is uh, Tenmaz Undeli from uh, Michigan State. You have a Clay Patterson from Yale. Um, Will Norman from Florida. Just not a not a lot of dudes out there that I think you get in the portal at the current moment. But potentially the kid Caldwell from Houston could make a lot of sense, and you need him. You 100% need him, and we'll see. All right, so let's do this. Um, we will be back live at 7, but just wanted to do a little small emergency podcast, uh, emergency show that Bo Davis is back. Uh, it's a big day here at LSU. Um, massive, massive, massive. Let's get to a couple of your comments. Fire them in there. We'll, fire, we'll, we'll answer some questions, thoughts, and concerns uh, before we get out of here. Chili says, to me, C-E, L-O-L, he was a five-star. What you talking about? Uh, Drew Boogie says, BK sent out the Louisiana bat signal. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, Connor says, Blake, is Bo's son coming? I don't know that. I'd have to start asking. Um, I'd have to start asking around. Uh, Bilbo Baggins says, someone perform a wellness check on Texas and Texags. Yeah, that's true. Specifically Texas, because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be trolling. I'm gonna be trolling. OG Gary says, is Blake gonna be the DC? Uh, yeah, he's gonna be the DC. Yeah, he's gonna be the van- DC. Van Bennett says, let the poaching begin. <laughs> I mean, look, man, it's in the, it, it. It we don't like talking about it, but it, it, it's the truth. It's the truth. He's going to, I mean, I hate to say it, but <laughs> I mean, he might have to. He might have to. Uh, I don't know how you say your name, but we have a question here about Kevin Peoples. Um, here's what I'll say about Kevin Peoples before we get out of here. Um, it would not shock me that now that the Bo Davis stuff is over, that you start getting some of these coaching decisions relatively quickly. Um, I know that we put on the forum. Again, go sign up, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Um, We had talked about Kevin Peoples and him being a possibility. I think now that Bo Davis and the Bo Davis deal is done with, Kevin Peoples makes a lot of sense. Coached at Missouri, coached Ed Ed Rush guys at Missouri. Um... Would make a lot of sense. I will tell you, at least to my knowledge, as of last night, Jamar Kane had not been reached out to. You know the connection that we have there. I would not mind either one of those 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 dudes. I think that Kevin Peoples could go to a guy like Bo Davis and say, "Hey, man, I like look, 
let's run this shit together. You help, uh, you know, let's do it together. Let's go out there and recruit together. Let's go do everything together. If you got a really good um, connection between a Peoples and a Bo Davis, they could be deadly because Bo can do the recruiting. Peoples can do some of the technician stuff with the outside edge guys. They could be a deadly, deadly duo. I do think that their next move would be to start getting this Kevin Peoples thing and let him tell you no. Let him tell you no. So that's what I've heard on Kevin Peoples. I not at least and look coaching searches these things happen very quickly but it would not surprise me if it did uh or if they tried to go that direction I know the connection that he has uh with Blake Baker all right a couple more uh Jeremy High with a one dollar or two dollar super chat one nine nine dollar super chat says can you can do or do you think we can flip Quincy Wiggins no I do not no I do not Jason Brumfield says, Scott Woodward said, write the damn check. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wasn't tripping. He knew exactly what he was doing. Um, Faisal, Faisal, I'm sorry if if I um, mispronounce your name. They posted on their Twitter check. Who posted on their Twitter check? Who posted that? Uh, Travis Sanchez says, welcome to the SEC, Texas. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Uh, Brandon Reese says, Bo Davis is about to get a big payday. Yeah, so on Brad Davis's contract, let me tell you about Brad Davis's contract. Uh, Wilson Alexander uh, is reporting from The Advocate. It's a three-year deal worth $1.25 million a year, which would make him the highest paid assistant coach or position coach in the country. So, yeah, they LSU paying, paying. They ain't taking no for an answer. They ain't taking no for an answer and goes up every year. That is what Wilson is reporting. You know how much I trust Wilson and everything that uh, he reports. Um, tight end coach update. We have that on the form. If you want to know about the tight end coach update, uh, Slade Nagel is, is somebody that we've heard a lot. Go read the write-up, AYSSnetwork.com slash form. We'll see you all tonight. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Be there at 7. Might have more news. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 